Hello. <laughs> your mind is a battlefield and the devil is your enemy. Once your mind is focused on God rather than on all the things Satan tries to make you focus on, you can enjoy a more fulfilling life. None of these things on earth will we ever get to take with us to heaven. We are certainly to enjoy the life that God has granted us here on earth. But without setting our affections on the things above, our mind, thoughts, and actions will only be on the temporary things that this world has to offer. There's much more to life than all it has to offer you right now. So fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. On that note, welcome to Catalyst Dimension! <laughs> welcome to my podcast, guys. Welcome to my space of reformation. I'm your host, God's Light Bearer, Shimilori, and I'm back again with another episode on this podcast. Yes, guys, I'm back again, and we are on episode 10 yes guys can you feel my energy yo i'm so hyped and i'm so grateful for how far we've come like thank god thank god thank god for my life thank god for you guys thank god for this platform thank god for this ministry he has vested in my hands i'm honestly so thankful i'm thankful for every month every time i have spent recording and i really do not take it for granted so yes Thank you guys for sticking by me and I just want to let you all know that this is the beginning. Yes, we're just starting and let's just stay tuned for all that God has in store for us on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so let's just dive into today's episode and what we'll be discussing. So as written, yes, I'm fully prepared for this one. We're going to be discussing on the greatest battlefield. Yes. I mean, seeing the topic for today's episode, you may already know where this is coming from. Yeah, it's something that the Lord has been hammering on countless times. And now I see and understand more than ever why it is very important. I mean, why it is so important that our mind is set on the things of God I mean, our affections, our desires revolve around what God wants for us. Because in this generation we are in, in the world we find ourselves in today, in the time and age and this very specific season that we are passing through, I want to let you all know that Satan is on a rampage. Satan is walking about literally looking for whom he may devour and what he is after is not your worldly possessions or your well-being no man he is after your mind yes he is after your mind I mean the mind is the greatest battlefield of every believer and once you can understand this the moment you come to this realization you would defeat satan instantly like it would be so easy for you to understand the tricks and deceit of the enemy so that's why i was led to discuss this topic today okay yeah so have you like realized that whenever you're going through the greatest attacks your mind goes through it the most Mm -hmm. 
I mean, the greatest attacks are not your village people or your ancestors. <laughs> no, the greatest attacks are not your haters online or your haters offline, people that are just hating on you anyhow. No. The greatest attacks from the enemy is the mind of the believer. Is your mind, your state of mind. I mean, why do you think there's such a huge wave of depression and a huge wave of, you know, suicide records in this generation that we are in? Why do you think that, you know, a lot of people around us just keep falling into depression, keep falling into anxious thoughts? It all stems up from what goes on in your thoughts. It all stems up from what is going on in your mind. Because you've probably one way or the other given the devil access to your mind so whenever i have conversations with other believers like specific believers that are going through sexual sin or you know maybe i just scroll on twitter and i see believers on twitter lamenting about certain addictions you know they just put their thoughts out there i i notice that i hear the same thing i notice that i see similar statements yes they keep saying oh i've tried it's not working or i've tried studying the word it's not working i did my best and i don't see any results or they will say oh i've been struggling and it seems like i'm not making any progress they would say oh i've tried and tried i have prayed i have fasted i have spent time on the word and oh i don't know what to do this that's Sometimes I just be like, <laughs> yeah, I just be like, like, oh my God, I really wish you guys can see my face right now. I just really just be like, <sighs> the look on my face right now just screams annoyance. Yes, annoyance, irritation. And let me explain why. Firstly, what do you mean you don't know what to do? They would say, oh, I've tried and, I, and I, I don't feel this way. I don't feel like my, my body can overcome it. <sighs> but let me be honest. That is exactly the way Satan likes to trick and rob believers of their inheritance in Christ. The same old-fashioned way. He'll tell you, oh, well, you've tried. But you still feel like going back to the same sin you're running away from yes that's what he would tell you some of you may even be struggling with these things right now and in your mind you're like ah, here we go again yeah so here we go again again <laughs> because it's high time we address this issue we have to address this issue if i ask you now what what does the word of god say concerning all these things you're going through i'm sure you you'd still confidently give excuses for them and say oh it's not working oh i've tried doing this same old things i've tried i've tried and it's not working why because of your feelings because of your emotions okay let me make something clear to you right now yeah let me make something clear to you and i will keep reiterating this over and over again your feelings are a lie yeah your feelings are a lie i am saying this in capital letters just so you know your feelings 
are a lie. I mean, we are believers. We are born of the Spirit of God. We are not born of our feelings. Do you guys seem to forget at the slightest chance that you are flesh? You are made of flesh. You have flesh. Oh, the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes, the flesh does not have power over the Spirit. Wow, I'm really spitting. (laughs) See, See, it's not even funny. Satan will attack your mind. That's his target. He will tell you, oh, but you've tried. He'll tell you, oh, you tried to overcome it, but it wasn't successful. Now do it again. Am I right? I mean, fall into that sin again and try again next time so that it's not be as if you did not try. Those are all lies. Those are all the things that he fills your mind with. So let me now tell you right now that... It saddens my heart. I mean, I look around social media, I look around the world, and I am saddened. I'm sad by what Satan is doing, and my heart is even more heavy and saddened that believers are buying into it. Yeah. I mean, I see on Twitter, I know I keep mentioning Twitter, Twitter, but really that's like my most used social media. So yeah, I see I see on Twitter that some believers would share, retweet and like accept some very unchrist like things. And it's very sad because that's not what we've been called to do. Yeah. That's not our purpose. That's not what God has called us to do as believers. Satan is the most cunning person ever recorded in history. His own is to constantly make man question whether or not God said. Have you noticed? You know what? Let's go back to the beginning of the world where he was given an opportunity to be made known in the Bible. This was in Genesis, yeah. When he went to Eve and he said, um, did God say... In fact, let me let me even get my facts absolutely right. Yeah, please. If you have your Bible, just open your Bible with me. Let me get my Bible to open your Bible with me to Genesis. <laughs> Genesis. This should be in chapter three, I think. Yeah, chapter three. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Chapter three. Oh my God, why is it taking so much time? Genesis chapter 3. From the very first verse, from the very first verse, the Bible records and says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. See, please, if you have highlighter, just highlight that part, underline it. Do you do you actually read what I am reading? I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, now the serpent was more cunning, more cunning. Even the Bible knows that Satan is the most cunning animal, most deceitful, like wow. <laughs> I'm running out of adjectives, but you care what I mean. The Bible records that he is the most cunning let's let's read ahead let's continue reading it says and he said to the woman has god indeed said like are you see what i'm seeing he's like uh, did god truly say 
are you sure this is what God said? He said, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He's, he's making you question what God had plainly stated to you. And look at Eve too. Look at, look at her response in verse 2. See, it says, okay, let me finish this one. It says, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And verse 2, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the gardens. Verse 3, but she too, she's explaining herself to Satan. That's what Satan actually does. He will come to you with that same approach. He would say, did God say you cannot really watch this movie knowing fully well that you are struggling with lustful desires he would say did god truly say this did god not say this is it that bad does the bible really state that those are his usual approaches see the moment you start to question god's instruction twice let me just be honest you don't enter you don't enter i'm sorry you will not enter in jesus name you will not enter in jesus name amen so let's go back to madam eve when the serpent said did god say you shouldn't eat from any fruit in the garden Eve too she was like ah no I'm sorry i'm using my own imagination and understanding to comprehend this he said she was like no we cannot eat from any tree I mean, we can eat from any tree except that one fruit, except that one tree. And you see, that one thing that you cannot have, that one thing that God says is bad, Satan will now go and tell you just like he did to Eve. He was like, well, he's just trying to deceive you. He just doesn't want you to have good things. I mean, like, this is just my own interpretation like he will start to whisper lies that uh, what if he's what if god is hindering good things from you what if god is trying to keep you caged what if god doesn't want you to be free he will now start whispering things that god is not he will tell you oh god is this oh god is that and look at eve just further look at what eve says oh my god sorry i accidentally closed my bible in verse 3 look at what she says she said in verse 3 but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden god has said you shall not eat it nor shall you touch it lest you die then the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die for god knows that in the day you eat it your eyes will be open and you will be like god knowing good and evil same old approach verse 6 so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food that it was pleasant to the eye and the tree desirable to make one wise she took off its fruits and ate Eve Eve <laughs> looking at this now I, I cannot blame Eve for falling into the wiles of the enemy i cannot blame her for falling into temptation because in her head she's like you know what i think the devil is right i think satan is right for telling me this she starts to think oh god might have created me for specific purpose and god might have called me out 
but why did he put the tree in the garden if he did not want me to eat it if you notice that is how her mentality you know became and the truth is that's how many of us think Loki that's how we think we start asking the wrong questions we start questioning God's instruction to suit us and it is not you it is Satan messing with your mind Satan will have you question the Bible he will have you questioning the decisions and the wisdom of God Eve in verse 6 she was like oh if God did not want me to eat from the tree then why did he put feelings and emotions inside me I mean if he didn't want me to feel this way why did he even put this tree in this garden and you too you may start thinking like that oh if he didn't want me to lost where did he put me in flesh are you getting what I'm trying to say I mean the mind of Eve did not think of God's thoughts or feelings about it she was only you know considering her own feelings her own emotions her own thinking all she was focused on was oh but it tastes sweet and then not only did she like have it to herself she had to beckon on adam she had to beckon on her soulmate to give him something to eat and then adam too if you read further he was also like oh but god said we shouldn't eat it but then she persisted women (laughs) Eve is like oh i ate it nothing happened I, i ate it nothing happened and all of a sudden their eyes were open and they realized that they had died spiritually not physically and that spiritually is even worse because that's separation from god and you know what i like about this whole thing not only were great men and women of the bible tempted or not only did they fall into temptation we have someone who didn't look at jesus when he fasted in the wilderness he had been on his own fasting and praying and satan walks up to him and he says uh-uh, prostrate. are you not hungry are you not the son of god <laughs> do you know the amazing thing this was after the baptism where the heavens had opened and god had publicly announced jesus to be the chosen one i mean god had already you know made it known that oh this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased and then just moments after 40 days after jesus goes to fast and pray he comes back and then satan walks up to him and says if truly you are the son of god why don't you i mean didn't the bible say he would keep his angels charge over you (laughs) wow like i'm also just realizing because it wasn't like jesus couldn't jump and then show satan that yes so i am the true son of god but then he didn't have to he did not have to when he said when the devil came up to him and was like oh are you not hungry turn the stones to bread now it wasn't like jesus couldn't do it no it was it was much more than food it was about him pushing the limits of the flesh Satan was asking Jesus, oh, you haven't eaten for 40 days. You must definitely be hungry. And then I just love Jesus for this. He speaks undoubtedly and says, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. He attacks Satan with the same word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And that is your weapon. Yes, 
that's your weapon see if if you're going to if you're going through all these things I, i just have one advice for you you are going to have to speak out because your mind is the greatest battlefield it is war you are at war yes a lot of times i believe that we don't even help ourselves in this generation because we expose ourselves to many things i mean we don't even consider the implications or we're always watching the trendiest videos the latest news i'm saying we because i'm also on this table you know you know you may also be listening to the latest secular songs on your playlist you know what celebrities are up to you watch every latest series and movies Uh -uh. you just be scrolling and digesting everything you see on instagram on tiktok on twitter everything and the thing is you just see yourself making excuses for these things i mean breaks are necessary breaks are very necessary this is why i always encourage people to go on breaks you guys don't realize that these are the little ways you expose yourself to temptations you don't even think of your mental health you don't even think of your peace of mind you don't even think of how the devil is using all these little little things to get into your mind to plant seeds into your mind and honestly with the way things are going and with the way i mean with the way the number of things you consume on the internet you'll see that you begin to adjust your standards you begin to adjust your values because what you consider wrong before you begin to consider right even the things that are bad will not seem bad anymore i mean the things that are bad that you should clearly speak against you'll be defending it you'll be thinking that oh all these things are okay because other supposed christians are agreeing with it you think you think it's okay to watch certain series on netflix knowing fully well that this is not glorifying god you think it's also okay to watch series containing nudity because oh other other um, christians are supporting it or because you've consumed so much of these things you're like eh, what's there now because you've become so comfortable with it you're no longer speaking publicly against these things and then now you'll be wondering why your flesh is craving for it you'll be you'll be wondering why you are having desires like this because where are your affections where did your mind go where is your heart fixated can you not see that you are at war yes let me break it to you now you are at war i love apostle paul so much because i think he mentioned it in galatians he was like you are at war with your flesh because you no longer do the things that he wants it to do you're now after the things of the spirits and it is war when your flesh is warring against your spirit and then unless you see that you are at war you will constantly lose to satan you will constantly give in to his temptations he'll constantly bully you and use you as his pawn to do things that are against the spirit I feel like we need to constantly remember that our flesh wants to hurt us and then wants to destroy us the minutes we give in to its desires. Our flesh wants things, but then we don't always have to give in to what he wants. 
you serving god should not make you ignore sin or make excuses for the bad habits that you indulge in your serving god should not excuse you for the things that you secretly desire to do when all god wants to do to you is to set you free okay look at it this way don't you think it is bondage when you give into the desires of the flesh it is bondage when your flesh says oh i'm hungry give me food and then you feed it you give it what it wants it is bondage when your your flesh is craving sexual desires and you feed it by watching porn you feed it by lusting after other people's bodies oh your body wants this and you give it zero control see nobody can serve that to me as freedom because let me plainly tell you that that is bondage but i brought good news for you god tells us in second corinthians 10 verse 4 it says though we live in the flesh we do not wage war according to the flesh why because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing every high thing including your mind your feelings your thoughts and opinions that are not of god your fleshy feelings and desires all these things that exalts itself against the knowledge of god he brings everything into captivity and to the obedience of christ children of god this is your greatest battle yes it is not one that you cannot fight let me tell you it is not one that you have lost and then you conclude with well i tried i'm not here to make you feel bad neither am i here to call you out on your sins or to judge you no i'm here to tell you that there is freedom in christ there is freedom if you will consciously set your affections on what is right because you have the holy spirit living inside of you and i promise you that you can set your affections you can set your affections on the things that he desires you can fight your thoughts with the word of god your mind is filled with lies it's polluted with the lies of the enemy and then you need to vacuum it you need to allow the holy spirit to clean it up you need to fill it with the truth that is found in the word of god oh my god i feel strongly in my spirit that there's someone listening to this or there's someone who is going to listen to this in fact currently listening to me right now who is really battling serious addictions that you feel so ashamed to talk about well god is here let me assure you even if it's just one person i can strongly feel it in my spirit that you're not here by mistake you're not listening to this by mistake those addictions those lustful desires i promise you that you can overcome them you will come out victorious if you partner with the holy spirit you are not those lies that the devil keeps feeding you with no your identity is found in the word of god you are who god says you are because you are his creation 
and i pray for you i pray for you who is listening to me and is currently finding himself or herself in this situation i pray that your heart is aligned and set on the things of god i pray that you are unmoved i pray that you are deeply rooted in your convictions and in the name of jesus you are dead to flesh and alive in christ you are dead to flesh and alive in christ from today henceforth i pray i pray that this would be the last time you crave after the things of the flesh and not after the spirit of god i pray that your desires are fixated on nothing other than jesus you will no longer use your body and your mind to satisfy the desires of your flesh you are set free you are set loose and from this moment onwards you begin to walk in that liberty you begin to walk in that freedom in the name of jesus i have prayed amen amen yeah i think that's it for today's episode anyways i just want to encourage you you who is listening i want to encourage you to set your affections back on god so that you can stand firm life is more than life itself it's a mental battle you know when paul said put on the whole armor of god so you can stand in this evil day he wasn't talking about a physical armor it's spiritual and it all starts with your heart guard your heart with all diligence guard it regardless of what the enemy might throw at you guard it don't be part of the people in this generation that are sleeping may may we not sleep in jesus name may we stand firm and be deeply rooted in our convictions as we walk with god and i want this to be your constant reminder I want this to be your daily reminder that because you carry the spirit of God, you rise above flesh. You rise above your desires. Because you carry the spirit of God, you rise above flesh. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, that will be all for today's episode and yet again i'm so grateful to god for how far this turned out i'm so grateful for you who is listening you're not here by accident and i promise if you need someone to talk to if you need someone to discuss what you're going through i'm here you can send me a mail the email address will be in the description box you can send me a dm on instagram and i'll be more than willing to help so yeah thank you guys again for listening if you really enjoyed today's episode if you were blessed if you were truly blessed please do not hoard this episode share this with someone that anyone that the holy spirit drops in your heart let's grow this community let's make jesus famous and let's win more souls into the kingdom of light so yeah make sure to follow us on instagram and 
yeah i'll see you all in my very next episode bye